European Heart Journal Case Reports 2020. I am Dr. Asha Pavithran, podcast editor. Today, I'll be talking about a case report by Maria Garcia Gomez, Aitor Uribari, Jose Alberto San Roman Calva, and Alexander Stefanenko from the University Clinical Hospital of Valladolid titled Clinical Use of Percutaneous Mechanical Circulatory Assistance in a Patient with End-Stage Right-Sided Heart Failure and Massive Tricuspid Insufficiency Due to Congenital Heart Disease, First in the World Case Report. The gold standard of treatment in end-stage right ventricular failure in patients with congenital heart disease is heart transplantation. Mechanical Circulatory Support, or MCS, can act as a bridging tool to transplant in these patients. However, tricuspid regurgitation is a contraindication. This case report describes the use of percutaneous MCS device in a patient with Epstein's anomaly and severe tricuspid regurgitation. A 36-year-old male with a background of surgically corrected atrial septal defect and Epstein's anomaly was receiving intermittent ambulatory levosimindan infusions for congestive right-sided heart failure. Transthoracic echocardiogram revealed Epstein's anomaly Carpentia type D with severe right atrium dilatation, atrialization of the right ventricle with severely reduced contractility, downward displacement of septal and posterior tricuspid leaflets and massive tricuspid regurgitation. The left ventricle was normal with leftward shift of the septum due to volume overload of the right ventricle. Despite repeated inotropic therapy, he presented to the emergency department with cardiac syncope and worsening symptoms of heart failure. The patient had three admissions requiring intravenous diuretic treatment within two months. He was subsequently listed for elective heart transplantation. Six months later, he was readmitted to the intensive care unit again with acutely decompensated right heart failure. Options for MCS were discussed at the heart team meeting. These included placements of either a surgical or percutaneously right ventricular assist device. Due to the complex anatomy, 3D planning of the right ventricle was carried out using computer tomography. The decision was made to implant the percutaneous impeller RP device, and this was successfully carried out. The patient made significant hemodynamic improvement following this. Response to diuretic therapy and laboratory markers of end-organ function also improved. Monitoring throughout the first two weeks showed no device or patient-related complications. On day 15, there was a reduction in calculated flow and an increase in energy consumption with laboratory signs of hemolysis. Following volume loading and increased anticoagulation, these parameters normalised. After day 30, device was explanted due to displacement. Following this, the patient remained clinically stable without a requirement for an increase in diuretic therapy or ionotropic support. Four months after the explant of the device, he underwent successful heart transplantation. Congenital heart disease affects approximately 1% of all births per year. Advances in the management of these patients has meant their prognosis and likelihood of surviving to adulthood is increasing. Many patients have significant right ventricular involvement due to right-sided valvular lesions, shunting, or a systemic right ventricle. This has consequently resulted in a large proportion of adult congenital heart disease patients with end-stage right ventricular failure. Right ventricular failure can be defined as a progressive syndrome with systemic congestion caused by impaired right ventricular filling and reduced ventricular flow output. The initial management approach for these patients is similar to those with acquired heart failure, though the evidence base in this cohort is limited. Furthermore, patients with congenital heart disease 
may have adapted to long-standing exercise limitations and tend to present late, by which time complications may be severe. Right ventricular failure in these patients is associated with significant mortality and morbidity, despite optimal medical management. Following volume optimization, acute failure can initially be treated with vasopressors and or inotropes. Further support in the past has been limited to the use of an intraaortic balloon pump or extracorporeal membrane oxygenation, also known as ECMO. Alternative MCS devices offer the potential for greater cardiac and systemic support amongst high-risk patient cohorts and can act as a bridge whilst awaiting heart transplant. Options include a surgical or percutaneous right ventricular assist device. The former is complicated by the fact that it requires a stenotomy in patients with already complex anatomy. The Impeller RP is a microaxial device designed to provide temporary support in the context of acute right heart failure through percutaneous implantation. The Recover Right study demonstrated the device was safe, easy to implant, and resulted in immediate hemodynamic improvement. A further advantage of this device is the need for only a single access venous site, compared with both ECMO and other percutaneous right ventricular assist devices. However, patients with congenital heart disease have been excluded from most studies investigating percutaneous devices. Furthermore, the presence of tricuspid valve insufficiency is an exclusion criteria in the Impeller RP. This is the first case report to describe the implantation of this device in such a patient, suggesting that it is feasible on an individually assessed basis. Despite complex anatomy, the use of 3D reconstruction assisted with the implantation of the Impeller RP under fluoroscopic guidance. This resulted in an increased cardiac index and reduction in central venous pressure, followed by significant clinical improvement. There were no device-related complications in the certified time for use of the device. This enabled partial recovery of the right ventricle, allowing time to evaluate appropriate further more invasive strategies. The authors wanted to highlight the following learning points. Impeller RP implantation may be feasible in patients with congenital heart disease as long as a meticulous planning is carried out such as echocardiographic evaluation of competency of pulmonary valve, computer tomography with 3D virtual reconstruction, and simulation of device position. Impeller RP implantation is feasible in patients with Epstein's anomaly. Impeller RP implantation is feasible in patients with severe tricuspid regurgitation. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this interesting case for us. References and the original case report are available online at academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR, where you can also find other interesting case reports. Thank you for listening to the European Heart Journal Case Reports podcasts. I have been Dr. Asha Pavithran. Music is Computer by State Shirt.